Better in Bucharest is a podcast about life experiences, leadership lessons, faith and hope. This podcast will show you that you don't have to compromise your values to achieve happiness. Thank you very much for having me here today. It's my second time to have the honor to speak here at this conference. My first time was two years ago during COVID, so it was a hybrid conference. It's much better to have everybody all in the same place and see all of your smiling faces. So I'm really glad to be here. I have a very short agenda. Oh, oh, isn't that a pretty picture? I took that this summer on a vacation to Canada. So one of the things I'm going to tell you about is that I'm an amateur photographer. So a few of the pictures in here are ones that I actually took. So here's my agenda. Who I am, besides being a courageous slash stupid bicycle rider, um, why respect is important. So I'm here to talk about respect and kindness. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about why it's important. That seems to make sense. How kindness is different from respect and why you need both. And how respect and kindness prepare you for the future. So we've heard a lot of practical things today. George's um, presentation, I think, was awesome. I'd just like to say that his slide about being a great collaborator could also describe a great lawyer. Um, so there was a lot of stuff there that is, is great uh, practical advice for the future. What I'm talking about is a little less practical, perhaps because of the difference between women and men, which has been pointed out here a couple of times today. It's a little bit of a softer skill, but it's equally as important. So we're going to go through that today. First, who am I? I'm a wife and mother of three boys. As was mentioned, they are 20, 18, and 16. So they're very similar in age to you all. So hopefully I know how to speak to people of your age a little bit. Uh, if not, perhaps you could give me some tips for how to deal with my own children. Uh, I am a retired attorney. So I retired in February of this year as Senior Vice President and Deputy General Counsel at American Century Investments, which is a financial services firm. So we managed money for people, and I provided legal services for that company and for all of our uh, negotiations with our clients. So I should have read The One Minute Negotiator about 30 years ago at the beginning of my career, but I don't think it was written yet then, was it, George? Okay, right. So actually, he studied me, and that's how he wrote the book. Uh, I'm a musician as well. So one of the things that I find important about life is not to focus too much on just one thing. It's okay to have lots of different interests, and Tisha kind of touched on this as well in her discussion about spiritual formation and all of the different ways that there are to build your spirit. Reading, journaling, um, for me, there's traveling, and photography, as I mentioned, is a hobby. Well, also, Music. Does anybody know what that instrument is? Cello. Somebody said cello. Yes. Yeah, very good. Yes, it's the cello. Um, that's what I play. So if you'd like me to play for your wedding, my rates are very reasonable, but you'd have to pay for the uh, plane ticket as well. Uh, <laughs> I'm a volunteer. It is important to me to give back. That's another thing that we've heard about today is the importance of service. And the partnership with this organization and being here to speak to you today, that's one of the ways in which I volunteer and provide service. And I'm a world traveler. What better way for me to provide service than to get to go someplace? Because I love to travel. 
uh, as I mentioned, it's my second time in Romania. I also have been to six continents. Same one that George has missed is still on my list, but I'm going to get there eventually. All right, I'm in. Penguins, watch out. Here we come. All right. So let's get into it now, the importance of respect. That is, in fact, a picture that I took. That's uh, the uh, USS Missouri, which was a very famous ship during World War II. There was an armistice signed on that, but it also is famous from the movie Under Siege. Anybody seen that movie? Great action movie. Check it out. Respect is the act of showing regard and appreciation for the worth of someone or something. Now, you don't have to agree with someone or think it's right to show respect. And that is something that is sorely, in my opinion, missing in the world today on many levels. There's, we've talked a lot today about the, the rise of social media as well. Social media can be used for good. It can also create a lack of respect among people. If you get sucked into reading post after post after post, and a lot of people just like to read other things by people that they agree with, and then you find yourself going down a rabbit hole and starting to think that anybody who doesn't think the same thing as you, that's not right. Well, maybe it's not right, but they have the right to believe that just as much as you have the right to believe what you believe. It's important to respect others' right to believe what they want. Again, you don't have to agree with them. We don't want to all be the same. What kind of a boring world would it be if we were all the same, right? It would be a very boring world. It's way more fun to see the way we dress differently, to listen to different types of music. And I tell you, I'm a classical musician. There's a lot of classical music. It's great. My youngest son likes rap, okay? I don't really understand rap, but I will listen to it with him. And I respect his right to listen to rap music, just as he respects my right to drag him to my concerts. I mean, invite him to listen to me play. So respecting is important, not just for others, but it's important to respect yourself as well. In fact, that's where you need to start. Respecting yourself builds confidence. You can't love or respect others until you love and respect yourself. I have the right to love you and to be loved because I have value. I believe that I have value. You need to believe that you have value in your own eyes. That will build self-confidence and it will build on your relationships with others. Respecting others builds trust. So if I know that you respect me, I'm going to trust you enough to share my actual thoughts with you. I'm not going to agree with you just because I'm scared of saying something, like being scared of negotiation. It's the same kind of thing. 
There's a lot of fear of disagreement. Well, if I don't think the same thing that you think, maybe you won't like me anymore. But if I know that you respect me, I'm gonna be more vulnerable, more open, and more willing to share my real thoughts with you. Well, why is that important? If you're respecting both yourself and others, that creates results. You work together to build the best solution, even if you start from different positions. It's really not that unlike negotiating. The best negotiations happen when each side respects the other and respects the other's opinion, which is probably why the two women were getting the business done and the men weren't. There probably was a lack of respect in that situation. I can't say for sure because I wasn't there, but uh, based on my experience, the negotiations are much smoother if there is mutual respect. Each side values the other's opinions and is then willing to work together to reach a common goal. That is true in, uh, when you're talking about negotiating a contract. It's true on a company-wide basis. It's true on a country, at the country level, countries negotiating with each other. And it's true at the individual level. Think about a marriage. We have a couple of wonderful examples here of uh, families, uh, husbands and wives who have been together for, what, 39 years, Kevin? I mean, that is fantastic. And I guarantee that marriages do not last if there is not mutual respect between the husband and the wife. I've been married for 30 years, so I say that with authority. So how is kindness different? Great question, Janet. Thank you for asking. <laughs> Kindness is the quality of being friendly, generous, and considerate. Okay, so that's, that's a little bit different, right? It's not so much value as grace. So you need to be kind to yourself to allow your gifts to blossom. I have a great story about that. Um, I, have played the cello for many years, and I'm pretty good. I'm not great, I'm not a professional, but I do enjoy it, and I like to play in church. Well, I played once at a, not really a competition, but just a, a concert with my son, and there were some friends there, and I was so excited after that performance. My son was 11, we played this really hard piece. It was awesome! And there was a, a reception afterwards, and I went up to a friend of mine from work, and I said, how was it? And she said, well, I thought you were a little out of tune. Okay, she was not being kind to me, obviously, but then I started to question my own ability and my right to play in church. And the next Sunday in church, I actually started crying while I was playing because I thought, I, I don't think I deserve to be here. And another woman in my church came up to me and she asked me why I was so upset. And I said, well, I, I, I don't think, you know, I played this piece and I didn't play it that well. I just wasn't that good. 
and I, I, I don't think I should be playing here for other people. Maybe they don't enjoy my playing. Maybe I'm not good enough. And she said, you need to give yourself grace. Nobody here cares if you're not in tune all the time. They enjoy the fact that you are giving your gifts and sharing them with someone else. That happened to me 10 years ago, and I still think about it all the time. And when I play notes that are out of tune, I give myself grace. Because you know what? I'm not perfect. Nobody is. Kindness to myself has helped my gift to grow because um, I do think I play less out of tune than I used to, but I still do make mistakes. That's okay. Kindness to others helps their gifts to grow as well. That same example, the woman in my church who took the time to come up to me when she saw that I was upset and share with me how my gifts had blessed her and the church and asked me to continue. Her kindness means more to me. Without that kindness, I might not still be playing. And yet it brings me such joy. It has allowed my gift to blossom as I become even better. Kindness to both oneself and others results in a better world. There's no reason to have ridiculously high standards. You don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be perfect. That's pretty tough because there's a character trait called perfectionism, and I have it. So I expect myself to be perfect, which is why notes that are out of tune bother me very much, and there are many other issues that go along with that. But I, I need to not hold myself to that high level. I can't be perfect, and I don't want to hold you to that level either. Not my husband, not my sons. I don't have a dog currently. Everybody else seems to have dogs. I used to have a dog, though, and I tried not to hold her to perfectionism when she had an accident in the living room. Sometimes that happens with dogs, and they're still wonderful. Um, it's more important, of course, not to put that perfectionism requirement on people. Give each other grace. So just as you give yourself a break, give breaks to your friends. Sometimes people are going to say things that hurt you. The woman who told me that I played out of tune, that really hurt me. And actually, it took me a long time before I was able to forgive her for that statement. But you know who was really helped when I forgave her for that? I was because I was no longer carrying around that bitterness, that pain. I said, you know what? You made a mistake, and that's okay. And I'm still gonna be your friend. So, oh, I even wrote a smiley face to myself on this page. Hopefully I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. What is next? So you do, do you need both? Do you need both respect and kindness? Now that we know what they are and they're both different, the answer, of course, is yes. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here speaking about both things. Respect without kindness can be cold and formal, and it doesn't necessarily show care. So people want to feel cared for. It makes them feel safer. It makes them able to open up. 
It makes it possible to have closer relationships or in a business setting, better negotiations because you're trusting one another. But if you're not kind, if you only respect them, then that just feels kind of formal, right? You're not gonna have a real deep relationship. Kindness without respect can be paternalistic and may not show that kind of value. So paternalistic, it's like, I, you know, I'm better than you are. I can handle this better than you. I'm gonna be nice to you, but I don't really think that you have the abilities that are needed for this situation. So I don't really respect you. I mean, it's good to be kind, of course, but really, you need both. You need to have both respect and kindness to build a better world. The next picture was my husband's favorite. So you probably won't know who these people are. Some of the Americans will, right? So on the left is Ronald Reagan, who was president of the United States in the late 80s. And on the right is Tip O'Neill, who was Speaker of the House. Reagan was a, a Republican, and O'Neill was a Democrat. They had very different beliefs about what was right for the country and how to get there. But they respected each other, and they were kind to one another. In fact, they were great friends. So they would negotiate hard during the business day. And then once the business day was over, they'd go out and get a drink together. They'd go play golf together. They were friends, even though they disagreed on some very fundamental beliefs. They had respect for one another, and they were kind to one another. Again, you don't have to agree with people's beliefs in order to respect them. And that is something that has really been lost in much of the world today. It's certainly been lost, I believe, in my country. The leadership, the political leadership, spends a lot of time saying why the other side is wrong and not why they are right, or how can we reach agreement that works for both sides? Why can we not put aside our differences and try to agree on things because we both want what's best for the country. We both want, in my family, my husband and I don't always agree on things from what we should have for dinner to where we should go to vacation to how we should spend our money. But we respect one another and our right to have those beliefs and we negotiate. It's really no different on the marriage level when you're negotiating against another company, when it's a country and country negotiations, talking about what, what we need to do to keep the world safe. If we all had more respect and kindness, I think the world would be a better place. And it is up to us to change that. So there are old people like us who are about done, but you are the leaders of tomorrow. And that's why you're here. And that's why we're trying to impart these lessons to you. They may seem very simple. They are very simple. 
but they're very important. So we're gonna have a little exercise here, an exercise in respect, ooh, practicing respect. Oh, thank you. Oh, I'm pressing too many times, there we go, okay. Aren't those flowers lovely? Yeah, that's from the uh, Pike's Place Market in Seattle. I just took that this year, thought it was gorgeous. So here's our little exercise. I'm gonna ask you to suggest some personality traits. And then we're going to say, okay, what is a negative way to view that personality trait? And what is a positive way to view that personality trait? Because the challenge here is to change your perspective so that whatever the personality trait is, you look at it in a positive light as opposed to a negative light. So I'll give you an example. Here's a personality trait that I've had uh, my entire life, as has been pointed out to me many times, in the workplace. Assertive, okay? Assertive can be positive or negative. A negative way to describe that is pushy or obnoxious. Those are words that have been used to describe me. Positive ways to describe that might be ambitious or bold. So you see the difference? It's really the same personality trait, but if your perspective is, I'm gonna look for the positive in that, that's gonna change the way you view the person who has that trait, and hopefully look at them with respect. All right? So who's got another one? Who's got a personality trait to throw out? Controlling. Controlling. Thank you, Matthew. Okay. So that already has a little bit of a negative connotation, right? Controlling. What is a positive way to think about that? Organized. Organized, yes. Ding, ding, ding. That was the, exactly the word that came to my mind as well. And as an organized person, I like to hear it that way. Yes. Caring. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, you can have two positive traits. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, caring is another way to view something that other people might think of as controlling. Um, I'd like to share that with my sons as well when they sometimes think that I'm um, trying to control their lives. I'm really not. I want them to make their own choices, but I care very much that they make the right choices. Okay, great. What's another one? Another personality trait? Confident. That's good. Confident is a little bit on the positive side, right? What's a negative way? What's something negative? Yes? Arrogance. Arrogance? Narcissistic? Yes, yeah. Those can all be the same thing, right? The same person could be described as narcissistic, arrogant, or confident. So which way shows most respect? Confident, right. It's not a trick question. That one's, yeah. All right, I think we have time maybe for one more. Empathetic. That's very nice, okay. Empathetic. Does everybody know what that means? Good. What is a negative way to describe empathetic? Too sensitive. Too sensitive. Over-emotional. Oh, my goodness, she's crying. Ah. Yeah, I've gotten that one, too. In fact, I think I've had all of those things. Most people have all of these traits, 
Sometimes they come out more than others. Some people have more of one and less than another. But I challenge you to look for the positive in everyone, even if they're frustrating you. Look for the positive, respect them, and expect them to respect you in return.